0: Libraries participation helps PLA create tools, resources, and professional development opportunities that are more useful for libraries in building and advancing services at their libraries.
1: I'm Kathleen Hughes and you are listening to FYI The Public Libraries Podcast, a production of the Public Library Association. In this episode, we will discuss the results of PLA's 2021 Public Library Staff and Diversity Survey, and the current 2022 Public Library Services for Strong Community Survey. Our guests are My name is Sarah Grech. I'm Project Manager for Data and Research at the Public Library Association. My pronouns are she, her, hers.
2: I'm Dan Hensley. I'm the Adult Learning Coordinator at Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I use he, him pronouns.
0: I'm Katina Jones. I am the Program Manager for Evaluation and Assessment here at the Public Library Association, and I use she, her pronouns.
1: Let's start today with the results of the 2021 Staff and Diversity Survey. PLA published the report on the national level results in August. It's available on the PLA website. So I'd like to start with Dan. Um, From your perspective, what stands out to you about these results, and what opportunities or challenges do they suggest for public libraries?
2: When the measurement evaluation assessment committee was trying to decide what questions to ask in 2021, it it felt really important for us to prioritize the issues around staffing and diversity. At that time, and this is still the case, these conversations around especially racism, discrimination, and social justice felt really urgent outside of the library field, but also very much in the field. So it it made sense to pursue those as topics. Issues around staffing are perpetually critical for public libraries before the pandemic, during the pandemic, will be after the pandemic. So those were the areas that we focused on. And I think the results did give us some really interesting things to think about. On the opportunity side of the ledger, it seems really clear that there's a lot of good work already happening on equity, diversity, and inclusion, or EDI. So if you look at the survey results, 95 percent of libraries are engaging in at least one type of EDI activity, and that's huge. We also saw that more than a quarter of the libraries have formal goals related to EDI, and also a quarter of libraries who responded have staff for whom EDI work is a dedicated part of their, either their job title or in their description somewhere. So there's really a lot happening and a lot of potential to work with there. Another thing that stands out is that there's ways that we can see library staff roles evolving to meet community needs. Not surprising that roles in some of the traditional areas like collection development and children's services are still the most common ones that you see across libraries of all types. But we're seeing some roles emerge that incorporate things like social media, digital outreach, workforce, small business development, and social work. And those all came across pretty prominently in the results. So to me, that illustrates that there's a growing range of solutions that libraries are coming up with for things that they see in their community. Of course, there are some challenges, and and the data reflected that. A big one is salary. So the salary for beginning libraries, according to this survey, and we actually have data that goes back pretty far in this, remained virtually flat for more than a decade. And director salaries, which pretty precipitously went down following the recession, haven't even come close to recovering yet. So that presents a challenge for recruitment and retention, especially in the competitive environment that we've been seeing. And finally, I'll just say on the survey, more than a quarter of the public libraries that responded said that they'd lost staff positions in the last 12 months. So that's pretty alarming. And the majority had said it was because of staff leaving the workforce and not being replaced. So when we're working on pandemic recovery and advocating I think this just tells us that we need to be focusing on combating those losses to make sure that they're not permanent and that libraries have the staff that they need. One thing that was different about this report from from previous reports was the focus on what we called results for action. So there's four sections in the report that suggest ways that libraries can use the results that we publish to inspire some change. Sorry, I wanted to ask you. Can you talk a little bit about how that focus came about?
1: Sure, thanks, Dan. One thing we really wanted to do with PLA survey results this time around is not only share the results themselves, all the data points like those that Dan just quoted, but to encourage and to support change in the field um, so that when we next administer this survey and ask these questions again in three years, we'll see how things have evolved, how changes have been made across public libraries. And so, a small way that we wanted to suggest areas for change was by including these results for action sections. And these are just possible starting points. There are only four suggestions like this within the report. There's many other actions libraries could take inspired by these questions or by these results. So the four results for action sections we included are advocating for staff, reviewing resumes, job interviews, and accessibility audits. And each section on those topics has a key result from the survey A statement about why that matters, a few suggestions about what libraries can do in practice to make a change, including references to resources to help libraries engage in that work, and also some possible limitations. And a key part of this and the selection of those four topics was really being sure to select actions that were both relatively small and possible to implement, as well as actions whose effectiveness is backed up by solid research. These are changes that could really make a difference that research has shown would have an impact on hiring and retention and the work that the good work that it happens in public libraries. And so that was the inspiration, if you will, for that part of the report. And we'd love to hear from libraries over the next couple of years about what changes have been made and whether that's working and how this is going for you out in the field. So I'd like to turn it to Katina now, and as well as being a current PLA staff member and leading our survey efforts, Katina was on the Measurement Evaluation and Assessment Committee and active in developing these new surveys. So Katina, tell us about the 2022 Services for Strong Communities survey and why it's important for libraries to participate. Thanks, Sarah.
0: Library leaders need up-to-date and accurate information about the broad range of services that libraries provide and the role that they play in meeting community needs. So this year's survey continues the work that PLA started in 2020 with the technology survey to provide timely, topical data that supports and expands on the data collected by the public library survey. The survey asks libraries to, one, identify what they see as pressing needs in their communities, and then second, to specify how they are attempting to address those needs through programs, services, partnerships, and facilities. Questions on the survey will gather information such as, with what types of state or local entities do libraries partner to provide services? Or, what types of programs are being offered for children, teens, and adults? How are libraries helping patrons with government services? And what changes have been made to library facilities to support their community? These results from the 2022 survey will provide nationally representative data to inform and engage elected officials, the media, and funders to increase awareness of and support of libraries and library workers. PLA will share the national results in a freely and publicly available report on its website, just as it's done with the technology survey and this staff survey we started by talking about today. Libraries participation helps PLA create tools, resources, and professional development opportunities that are more useful for libraries in building and advancing services at their libraries. More Directly, Your participation can provide for robust peer comparisons on topics that are fresh in the minds of library leaders and their library boards. The 2022 survey data will create a baseline, just as Sarah mentioned earlier. When the survey is next administered in 2025, we'll be able to see how the field has evolved. We'll be able to track and share these trends with the profession. Dan, let me ask you a question. As a member and now co-chair of the committee that helped develop this new survey, what are you looking forward to learning from the data?
2: Katina, I don't have to tell you, there's a lot of really exciting new data that we're going to get here. So I'm looking forward to this one, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again in a few years, whenever we have more data. But generally, we're very excited about this survey. We're hoping that this survey will give us some powerful and actionable and even, dare I say, inspirational results for library staff across the country. We're talking about a lot of hard work that people are doing and I think it's really motivating to see that work represented in this data across the country as the field. So looking forward to understanding some of the programs and services and facility modifications that are emerging in response to needs that libraries are seeing in their community, looking forward to actually seeing some of those needs articulated by their libraries and some of the ways that libraries are working increasingly through partnerships with other organizations and entities and businesses within their community so that we can all foster resilience together. And also some of the challenges that, folks are facing as they try to make these changes. So seeing some of that reflected in the data, I think would be exciting. So just to give an example of one sort of type of thing that I'm really looking forward to seeing, I'm excited to see with a little bit of specificity, how prevalent some of these emerging approaches to providing things like government and social services are uh, across the field. We're all like anecdotally aware of all like the different new projects and roles that libraries are taking on with things like ESL learning, functions that DMVs have historically done with IDs and, and driver's license things, legal service and referral, food assistance, you know, all of these emerging things. It would be really helpful to know the extent to which these are just outliers sort of outperforming, or whether this is actually something that's becoming what you might think of as like a consensus expectation of what modern library service is. And I, I think the numbers will show us that. And then we can take That And get a little bit of recognition among like internally, but also with our stakeholders to make sure that if these are the key things that our communities need, that we have the resources there that we need to support that so we can continue expanding our role in the community.
1: Thanks, Dan. I think that's an important point you touched on going from what we know from anecdotal evidence about the many things that libraries do to having more concrete evidence and data to back that up and to look at where these trends are in the field. So back to Katina, we're asking everyone to participate in the survey. How do they do that?
0: To participate, libraries can log into their free account at librarybenchmark.org. All public libraries are invited to take part. That participation is really essential for data to be useful to the field. As a bonus, libraries are entered into a raffle to win PLA 2024 conference registration. We'll give away one registration per library type. So one for a rural library, one for town, one for suburban, and one for city libraries. We hope you'll participate in this year's survey. Please email PLAbenchmark at ALA.org with any questions. The survey deadline is December 10th of 2022.
1: That was Sarah Geck project manager, data and research at PLA, Dan Hensley, co-chair of PLA's Measurement, Evaluation and Assessment Committee, also known as MEAC, and coordinator of adult learning at the Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh, and Katina Jones, program manager, evaluation and assessment at PLA, and a former member of MEAC. You can find out more about the PLA surveys at PLA.org. Thanks for listening!